welcome to New Hope's Sermon of the Week. We pray that you would be blessed and encouraged by this week's message. Good morning and welcome to New Hope. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that I'm here. That means I'm alive. Hey, Ryan, don't leave before I get... I got something for you today, okay, buddy? Cover a few odds and ends while I'm up here, Ryan. Um... One of our core values, as Steve Hogan highlighted a few years ago, that I absolutely love, because, you know, we, we, we got this beautiful thing where we envision things and we have core values, but he said, enjoy summer. Remember that, Steve? Core value here at New Hope, enjoy summer. So please, enjoy summer. How many of you enjoyed yesterday? Come on. Oh, my goodness. No, no. Father's Day, June 21st. But listen, enjoy summer, enjoy the moments of summer, enjoy your family, enjoy your friends, uh, just enjoy life. It's, a, it's such a gift, it really is. It is a gift, right, Sister Ro? How many of you know that God is alive? God is alive. God is here. Two or three gather, he's here. He's with you wherever you go, when you go to work, he's with you. It says your very presence, the very life that you live. We live by the life of another, which is Christ Jesus in us, the hope of glory. So it's really important for us to constantly, you know, it's kind of, like Mark hit it, you know, Lord, make me aware of your presence. You know, I was funny, I was talking to a friend this week, but, you know, the whole thing that the movie The Matrix did, it was kind of like right now, and we're in the natural realm, and if we could pull it apart for a second, there's a spiritual realm. That's a reality. So there are realms of life. There's a natural realm, which is seen, and there's the unseen realm of the spirit, okay? So even this morning, what we're going to do is we're going to activate healing right now because God is the healer. If he's alive, if he's here right now, he's a healer. He's healing. And one of the ways that we're always going to remind ourselves, I just want to read a, a really kind of a powerful scripture out of Philippians 3.1. Uh, Dick was having some fun today. I asked him, I, I stirred Dick and Chris and Grace and Craig just right before, the, right before we, I was going to speak. So how many of you know that God is easy? Now here's what I mean by that. If, if I ask, I see Jan in the audience. If I ask Jan, Jan, are you seeing anything from the Holy Spirit? I'm activating a word of knowledge. So, you know, God, words of knowledge is something you can learn to walk in and operate in. So it's, it does require some, uh, I would say, exercise or some practice because if you've never done it, then let me teach you how to do it, right? So if you've never had a word of knowledge, let me train you. If you've never prophesied, let me train you how to prophesy. If you've never soaked or been in God's presence and experienced his presence, let me teach you. How many of you know that's called discipleship, Right? We teach people, we walk with people, we encourage people, but then you grow. So how many of you know if the Holy Spirit spoke to me today during worship, he said, activate words of knowledge. So now like, back up, rewind, I better get that group together. I should have called them on Thursday, and oh, we probably got to worship for at least a half an hour to avoid all the distractions in life because our minds are so cluttered. No, actually we have the mind of Christ. We are living temples of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is alive in us. So I ask some of the saints who have operated and walked in and have exercised words of knowledge. So now it's really simple. It's easy. God, are you speaking? Are there any words of knowledge that you want to release this morning for the saints of God? I hope this becomes, you know, we use this a lot, normal Christianity. This is a normal kingdom life. Are we hearing from the Father? Are we doing what the Father says to do? Jesus did only what he saw the Father doing. So I asked Dick and Grace and Chris and Craig, did you guys get any words of knowledge this morning? If you did, you were going to come up. Good. So this is... So um, I'm sorry, I should have the mic. The handheld mic, did Mark use it? Jen, is it over there on that seat? Stevie had it last. So, and I like, I like talking, teaching. Um, if you're a guest with us for the very first time, we believe that God speaks, 
We believe that a word of knowledge is something the Holy Spirit is highlighting right at this very moment, right now. And he's revealing something, and then we're going to pray into each one that God reveals. I'm going to start. God revealed to me an elbow. Elbow injury. Elbow pain. Maybe some arthritis in your, in your elbow. It was actually the right elbow. Craig. Uh, sinus headache right here, right in the forehead. Uh, somebody has that. Just uh, stand okay. up or let us know. Yeah, we're going to no, we're gonna do, go do it first. Yeah, yeah, do, do it first. Just say okay. what it is. Um, all right. Elbow, sinus headache. I have uh, some uh, disconnect things with the brain. Uh, it's um, somehow a nerve thing that goes together. It may be the corpus callosum, which may not mean squat to people. But there's a, a nerve disconnect that God wants to bring together. Also, um, left knee right around the kneecap. I'll be thinking if that's you, okay, because I'm going to have you stand up. I clearly heard someone's anemic um, iron deficiency big time that you've been battling for a while. And the other big one is anxiety disorder. The ones that I want to mention, it's, it's me too, because every man over my age probably has some of the <laughs> same things. So what I really felt was the whole issue of sleep disorder, whether it be apnea or anxiety, <clears throat> any of those types of situations where it's, it's really robbed you of, of what you need, the oxygen, the refreshing. So it has to do with the sleep disorder and, and connected with the anxiety idea. Oh, sure. What do you got, Sister Rowe? Well, I discern the back pain with the cramp going down in your leg. And anyone have a back pain with the cramp going down in your leg, God will heal you. Good, good. Okay, this is what's neat about this. If that is you, the Lord wants you to stand up. So if one of them things, so we'll just do a review. Specifically, your right elbow, your sinus headache, your back pain shooting down your leg. I almost think the sciatic nerve. We have the issue of, I'm sorry, brain, dis, brain nergical and anxiety on the, the left knee. Chris had, say it again, Chris. Iron deficiency. Iron deficiency anemic and anxiety. Dick has sleep apnea. Is that how you say that? Disorders. Or a disorder with sleep, even fatigue. When he said that, the first thing I thought about was fatigue because of a lack of sleep. Okay, so look around. <clears throat> you guys know this is powerful because God highlights things that he wants to heal right now. And I'm telling you, we are going to grow in seeing miracles. So Father God, right now in Jesus' name, we release miracles. And we believe for miracles. Signs and wonders follow those who believe. And Father, we even declare over your people, extend your hand. If you're right by them, lay a hand on them. We release healing, and we're believing even right now, even right now as we are speaking and releasing the power of Jesus, the healer, the manifest presence of God among us right now. Now, I want to, uh, these are things I almost feel like, you know, I want you guys to know I'm not copying Randy Clark. I'm not copying anybody. These are things we've learned Sometimes right now you might feel heat. You might feel something. You might move that. If it, was your, if it was your right elbow, move the elbow and see if the pain is still there. Exercise where the pain was. You know the threshold of pain that you were experiencing. Some of it you're not going to be able to see. And it'll be tested or not tested. It'll be, it'll be we lay hands on you now and it'll come to pass even t- tonight or tomorrow. Go ahead, Grace. So, Father, we, we release healing because we want to be a people that see miracles. And even now, we pray for faith to arise. Our expectancy is, is coming up because we have heard, we have received testimonies of healing. This week, Wanda had a finger that was basically almost filled with arthritis. She could not bend it. And we prayed, and she has complete flexibility in that joint. That's a miracle. Father, we have testimonies of back pain going away, knees going away, feet pain. Father, we pray right now, we just declare healing over your people. We thank you for words of knowledge, things that you've highlighted. Holy Spirit, you are alive, and we believe now for healing. So I'm even going to ask you, if you have felt something, however that was manifested, we're not putting God in a box. Test it, check it. If you have a testimony right now that you know is real, 
you know that God's touching you and you want to share a testimony, I'm going to ask you to come up. And if not, believe God for manifestation, full healing in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. We want to continue to believe. Faith is required. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And I just pray that even during, if you have my permission right now to interrupt my, my, what I'm going to be sharing, if somehow something happened and you want to release a testimony. How many get encouraged by testimonies? Okay, we all get in- encouraged by testimonies. Okay, I, I started with Philippians 3.1 and I never got there. That always happens to me sometimes. Father, I pray right now that what you want... Oh, oh come on up. You have, you have my permission to interrupt me. This would be fun. Like, even during the service. And whenever you come up, you get, you get the mic. Hey, come up here. I want you to come up. Come on. What do you got? Um, well, this morning I had a really bad sinus pain in my head. And all week I've been kind of really sick. And um, this morning I almost didn't come because the pain was so bad. And so it's just so cool how God cares about the small things. It's almost gone, but I started to feel it loosen up as we started praying. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, all the way, Lord, even right now, all the way. Complete recovery, complete healing now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Cares about every detail. Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, dear. Thank you. Yeah. If, if, if you see your neighbor nodding off, give, do, the, uh, do the Holy Spirit tap. Ho! Give him a ho! <laughs> Say, God said you're healed. Wake up. Philippians 3 verse 1 says this. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. Remember the whole cool thing about enjoying summer? Enjoy life. Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. I look, you know how many times it says, Paul said, rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord always. Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord for, for me. Now, Paul's writing, for me to write the same things to you is not tedious. But for you, it is safe. Did you get that? Paul's writing to the Philippians. For me to write the same things to you is not tedious, but for you it is safe. And as your pastor, as your friend, as your coach, all the different hats I wear, as your as your facility supervisor, as the uh, as whatever the fun things I get to do, which I love being here, I love serving here. It never. I was preparing this message, and and the Holy Spirit just filled me with such grace that's never tedious. And sometimes you can say the same things over and over again. It's not tedious for me to come and share, because have I talked about the subject before? Probably. Do you think you got it? Do I think you have it or that I have it all? I don't think so. The Holy Spirit directs us, but it's not tedious. And the Lord even showed me something about the end of that scripture. For you, I believe it's safe. I believe what I'm going to share with you today could really help you be in a safe place and a healthy place and a vibrant place instead of being distracted. So, um, this week is July 12th, right? Next week we're all camping. A bunch of us are camping. A bunch of us are camping. And then Cheryl's going to be having a great time here at the service and she's going to be doing casual Sunday. And then the 26th of July, I'm going to be back right here. So come on the 26th. I'll be back. I'll be back. So what the Lord showed me as I was preparing, this could be a two-week message. So I'm going to take my time. But I want to do the outline for you. See, I think there's some people out there that I think will be impressed that I actually have an outline this morning. (laughs) I see the smiles. I see the smiles. Does anybody see my little raccoon sunburn? Okay, we call that the motorcycle glory. 
the motorcycle 200 plus miles exploring the Finger Lakes glory of enjoying summer. And what's so beautiful about the Holy Spirit is you could be completely focused on riding and enjoying life with Wanda and hitting a vineyard and just enjoying life. And the whole time the Holy Spirit's downloading. Whole time he's down. Now I had already prepared and I had things the Lord gave me, but then he he gave me this little outline. So for the next you know two weeks or so, I'm going to try to hit some of these topics. But my goal is that you, as ambassadors of love, would know the importance of love. Because how many of you know the greatest thing is love? And we'll explore it together. So here's what we're going to cover in the next uh, uh, a week today, and uh, skip a week for camping. It's going to be a good Sunday next week. I know what Cheryl has prepared and she's working on. But how many of you know, here's the outline, and I'm going to give you a little uh, Bible verse. That you, as a believer, you are citizens of heaven. Philippians 3.20. You are citizens of heaven. You are ambassadors of love. 2 Corinthians 5.20. And how many of you know with that 2 Corinthians 5.20 verse that it is the love of God that motivates you to declare, be reconciled to the Father, be reconciled to God. God was in Christ Jesus. Be reconciled. Our message is a message of reconciliation. The haters hate and the lovers love. But we're not called to hate, we're called to love. God is love. 1 John chapter 4, verse 8. 1 John chapter 4. If you haven't read it in a while, you could, I don't know how long of eternity to... to to grasp and to comprehend and to even get a powerful chapter of Scripture. First John chapter, I'm sorry, yeah, First John chapter 4. 8 is God is love. It's, it's so vital that we're rooted and grounded in his love. That we're, we're, we're rooted and grounded in his love is Ephesians 3.17. And you know that Jesus in John 15.5 talks about the vine and the branches He talks about abiding. So the Lord had so many neat little ways of saying this, but if we abide in Jesus, and Jesus is love because God is love, and Jesus is God, and God is love, then we abide in love. So the place of abiding is we abide in love. The soil which we grow in and we grow up into things is the soil of love, which we'll, we'll highlight. The other thing is love never fails. 1 Corinthians 13. I was listening to a teaching this week by someone that I respect and love, and he was, you know how we always have these certain scriptures that we like, we think about, but we don't realize that 1 Corinthians 13 is not a marriage scripture. You know, like, it's on the wedding invitation, we read it once when we got married 12 years ago. 1 Corinthians 13 is the agape love of God chapter. It's one of the most powerful chapters in the whole Bible, 1 Corinthians 13, because love never fails. And then I want to make a powerful observation now, because if I don't get to it later, I do want to try to get to this. But I made a powerful observation that I feel that the Holy Spirit showed me, because I think we get confused, and I think we add things. So I'll say it like this. And we're going to obviously read 1 Corinthians 13. But I can do amazing things for God. I can, you know, it says I can, I can do amazing things in 1 Corinthians 13. But if I have not love, I am nothing. It says I am nothing. It says all the things I did profited me nothing. And all I really was, which is really the hardest one for me, because I mean, people love me and know me, I do like to talk. All I actually became without love was a sounding brass or a tinkling, T-I-N-K-L, tinkling? Tinkling cymbal. I was actually going to look up tinkling cymbal because I don't play the drums. I don't know if it's just this goofy, aggravating noise of a tinkling cymbal. I can obviously hear this aggravating noise. And, and so without love, all my chatter is I'm a tingling brass, lots of noise, doing nothing, Without love. 
Without love, that is what I had become. A sounding brass or a tingling cymbal. And then link that to John 15, 5, where Jesus said, Apart from me, you can do nothing. He is the vine, we're the branches. If we abide in love, we abide in Jesus, we're going to bear much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. I believe apart from love, you can do nothing. So that's the little outline. I'm going to start with Philippians 3.20, that our citizenship is in heaven. Okay? Our citizenship is in heaven. So let's pray now. Remember, I was going to pray earlier, and my prayer got cut off by Jessamine, which was good. Interrupt me anytime you want. So if I'm starting to pray now, and you've got a testimony, just come on up and interrupt me again. Father, we ask for you to open our hearts, to open our ears, open our eyes, And I believe that your spirit is always alive. And I'm going to bless and and even command. I'm going to almost call to awakening your spirits so that your spirit would would be prominent. It would be superior over your body and your mind, your intellect. And your spirit would receive fresh from God, fresh revelation from the Father today through the Holy Spirit. And that you would be strengthened and encouraged in your walk with him today. So I bless your spirits. And even a neat little thing, I call your spirits to attention. And I salute you. And say, be alive, be awakened, be absorbing, hearing, put on your hearing. And Father, we're going to trust that there's something here for everyone that you want to release today. How many love being a citizen of America? I served in the military. I love being a citizen of America. I mean, this is not a trick question. How many love being a citizen of America? I haven't traveled a lot. I've gone to Canada. I've gone to Mexico. That's it. But man, you know, like 10 days in Mexico, I come back and I literally kiss the ground. I love our country. I love the nations. I know a lot of you have a heart for the nations. But man, I love our country. And we are born here. You are a citizen of America. And I think there is an honor and a pride to that. I think America is a great country. I don't think America is declining. That's my opinion. I think America is continuing to do great things on the earth. And I believe that the body of Christ is alive in America. I just want to throw that in there. But you know, there is a reality of our citizenship that's in heaven. That's a superior citizenship. So the Lord wanted us, and I, I believe that as we look around and we see things that are happening and we could get distracted or, or almost derailed because we get, what's that, nearsighted, I would, I would ask you today that God would open your heart and your vision to understand your citizenship in heaven is global. And so begin to ask God, what is my citizenship in heaven? Look, what is God doing in the whole earth? All over the nations. And if there's one little spot that's happening in, in your own country, ours is, you know, there's so many nations, but the Lord is saying to us that our citizenship is in heaven. And we are ambassadors of heaven. We get to reveal heaven. We get to release heaven. We get to bring heaven down. All these things we're learning. We are carriers of heaven. Love Bill Johnson, but Bill Johnson wasn't the first one. Watch, listen, listen to Watchman Nee in the 30s or 40s. Bringing heaven to earth has been a theme for, for, for hundreds of years. Heaven invading earth. Bill is a father. He's been promoting it. There's a movement. I love it. But man, this concept, this idea, this reality that heaven invading earth, the kingdom of God on earth now, the realm of the king. Jesus is a king. And his rule and his reign manifested on the earth. That's what we live for. That's what we're living for. Our citizenship is in heaven. God's enlarging us to think globally. And you know that little term, so we, we, we think globally and we act locally. How is the kingdom affecting us? New Hope Community Church, as a church family, we get to participate in what heaven looks like on the earth. Can't control anybody else. Can I can control myself. And then as a, as a leadership team, as a pastoral team, we want to see the saints of God equipped and growing and learning that they're citizens of heaven. 
and they're ambassadors of heaven. They get to carry heaven. They get to release Jesus the King. This activation of just words of knowledge, I have been with many, many people for many, many years. We don't just go to conferences to get filled up. We go to conferences to get activated, to get commissioned, to learn and to grow. And then we go out on the streets or we go to the highways and byways. You go to your school, you go to your job, and now you are living. You are ambassadors. How many, just had a fun show of it, how many have ever, because we're going to talk about this in a little minute, how many of you have ever stepped out of your own comfort zone and prayed for somebody outside the four walls of this church? There's a large percentage. That is a powerful testimony of the heaven invading earth. Don't minimize the fact that the king of glory lives in you and that when you step out of the boat and you activate his presence in his life, that heaven is being released. So we are citizens of heaven on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus wrote that. It's the Lord's Prayer. On earth as it is in heaven. Let it be. I get to be part, partake in partnering with God to, as an ambassador. So you guys know how excited I am about life and what I want to do for you is just give you a few nuggets and say, if you woke up every morning, which I believe is true because our minds are being renewed, you have to speak to your mind in your life. You have to declare things over yourself. It's true. If you got up every morning and said it's the same old, same old, guess what's going to happen? It's the same old, same old. You realize that? You, you're literally self-fulfilling, you're self-prophecy to yourself. Today's going to be, Aaron, today's the same old, same old. It's going to be this. You get up in the morning and you just declare that I am an ambassador of heaven. I'm an ambassador of love. I get to release King Jesus today. Write it down. Watch what happens. Holy Spirit, look for opportunities. Look, just do it. It's easy. When I say God is easy, God is easy. We had words of knowledge. We didn't have to go. We, we, it's all available. We don't have to jump through hoops anymore. Second Corinthians 5, verse 20. It says, now then, so if our, we have citizenship in heaven, which is superior to even our loyalty and our love for our nation, we're ambassadors of love. 2 Corinthians 5.20. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us. Okay? Why did God limit it that he would work through us? Obviously, he really loves us and really trusts us. I loved Judith last week. He actually wants to give us so much more. He trusts us with so much more. That God is working through us as if God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. If you ever get confused, if you ever want to know what your assignment is, if you ever want to know what your mission is, you are an ambassador of reconciliation. So you're a citizen of heaven, you're an ambassador of love, you're an ambassador of reconciliation. And this idea of being an ambassador of love, Romans 5, 5. And hope does not put us to shame. How many of you are like, get knocked off the song, Father has won a song? I mean, who, who wrote that song? It's like, it's like three years of messages in one song, Right? No longer, Bethy does that part. No longer the Lord of the sons and daughters. Bethy is so awesome. I just want to cry every time I hear it. Steve comes in, boom. No longer orphans, no longer bound by shame. Our Father has won. What are some of the other themes? Right, right, uh, uh, just crazy. I, you know, I, I looked for the words on all these things, and they're completely clean. There's not one word. Now, Usually, every Sunday, there's 20,000 pages of words. So who's got it real quick? No. Let's talk about house cleaning right after the service. And Bethy gives me this one with a font that's like a, a seven. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, bigger. Bigger is better. No, it's not bigger. But anyway. Okay, this is, you guys will get a kick out of this. Come on, let's just have some fun here. Ralphie's font that John Lampanero could read from there. 
and that font. Which is a better font? Okay? I've used 36 is ridiculous, but 28 works. For, that's how I like to look at it. Once broken and guilty. Now drowning in mercy? Does anybody like, get the idea that you're either in a built-in pool or you're out in the middle of the ocean and like you're drowning and it's all mercy and it's like unbelievable? You can actually just be drowning in mercy? All curses undone, the Father has won. In bondage no longer, now free sons and daughters made whole by the blood. Is this, this like too good to be true here? This song, Identity Restored, Our Eyes Can See Again. This song is like insane, this song. But what it's been, you know, you know why God releases songs like this? Because the truth is, I don't know how these Dick, Dick's an educator, principal guy. Like they say, what, I got to say something like what? How many times for people to get it? Steve, you know them fun little rules. I got to say how many times? Four and a half. If I want eight, so I, God is love. God is love. God is love. Hopefully, your memory can contain, you know, tomorrow at eight o'clock at night. Ralph, what did, your husband? So how was the message? Uh, what did Ralph talk about? Uh, I don't know. Right? It's true. God is love. If all you remember is God is love, and then you can listen to the tape. But guess how many of you, when you got a song in your spirit, you got a song in your brain, how many of you have woken up in the middle of the night with, <laughs> Doesn't it happen all the time? All the time. You wake up, you're sleeping. Brother has won. You know, the love is won. The love, the love. You know, we used to do this. Nigel used to do a song. You know, to the left, to the right. We call that Nigel's song. Father has won. Just one part. We call Bethy's part. But these songs go into our spirit and they make us alive and we sing them over and over again. And we keep telling ourselves truth. It's powerful. Romans 5 5. And hope does not put us to shame. Hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. So don't forget, we're on the ambassador part. We are ambassadors. How many of you have a car where you have to check the oil? I got to check my oil once a month. And you take the oil can and you pour the oil into the engine. God pours his love into us. He pours it in. He fills us up. And he doesn't just want it, you know, he wants us to leak so he can keep doing it. We've got to go back for oil changes every day. But he pours his love into our hearts because we're, because we're ambassadors of love and we have a message of reconciliation. He pours love into us so that we can be conduits of his love. Remember, it's not tedious for me to say these things to you again. Pastor Ralph, that's all you talk about. It's not tedious for me to talk about these things again. Spiro, you are a conduit. Did I say that right? I, I question myself sometimes. Vessel. You are a conduit for the glory of the living God. You are an ambassador of love every day. It's not tedious for me to remind you because that's who you are. He, we are carriers, vessels. This is an interesting one that I wrote. Our capacity to release his love, this is a hard one, is directly linked or connected to our capacity to receive his love. That's true. Our capacity to release his love is directly linked to our capacity to receive his love. You know the saying, hurt people, hurt people? Ambassadors of love, people who receive love, give love. Whoever said that was good. Can't interrupt me. Can't help it. It's a natural flow of your life. So you've got to be connected to the source. You have to have intimate times with him, which we're going to get to. But we are ambassadors of love. Because 1 John 1.5 says, this is the message that we have heard from him. John is talking. John the apostle is talking. 
the one that put his head on his chest. They say John was the closest, had the intimate, most intimate relationship with Jesus. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you, God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. There's no darkness in God. God is love. God is love. 1 John 4. This is uh, such a powerful passage of Scripture, and I'll put my little disclaimer on it right now. I don't stand before you thinking that I know the fullness of this chapter. It's honestly mind-boggling. It's, you ever have these things where you feel like it's almost uncomprehendable, but he gives you glimpses, he gives you pieces. In 1 John 4, verse 4, we have this beautiful scripture that we love to encourage us in. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Now, I know there's a context to that scripture, and historical, contextual, there's different things. But, you know, in its most simplest form, he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. I mean, how much simpler does it have to be? Again, you need something to write on your little dresser when you're waking up in the morning, singing Father is one. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. 1 John chapter 4, verse 4, that's what it says. Verse 7 says, Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God. For God is love. I'm going to act like there's a beautiful person out there that I don't know. It's your, you got saved, you came to Christ, you're, you're learning about God. God is love means agape. God is agape love. It's a radical love. It's the most gorgeous kind of love. And we're going to get to it. But I want you to remember that word agape. God is love. It's the same word in this whole chapter 4. In this, the love of God was manifested toward us. That God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. In this is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. That's a really good link to Romans 5.8, which is a famous, beautiful scripture. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. God is love. How was that love manifested? You know what that word manifested means? It means how was the love of God shown, revealed? How was the love of God put on display for all eternity, forever, for everybody to see? The love of God was manifested toward us, toward mankind. That God sent his only begotten son. God sent his only son that we might live through his son And he was going to be an atoning sacrifice. There is the new covenant for our sins. And this is love. It defines what love is. This is love, not that we loved God. How many of you, before you received Christ, before you, how many of you can say, well, I was loving God? No, really, most of our stories, I wasn't loving God, and he took a hold of my heart. We're going to read read Luke 15. But God is love, and the transforming power of love is the most powerful thing in the universe. The most powerful thing. Because we did not love God, but he loved us, and he manifested that love through the sending of his son. And he demonstrates it for all eternity, for everybody to see forever. You want to see what love is? Love is God demonstrating his love manifesting his love, showing his love, revealing his heart 
And that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I don't want you to be distracted by current events. That's how simple I'm going to say this. Don't be distracted by current events. Focus on the truth of the kingdom message. Jesus came. How many of you know when the world Jesus came in was a mess? It did not hinder the mission of God. And every believer that's ever been a believer has literally been commissioned that now you're a citizen of heaven, now you're an ambassador of love, you have the ministry of reconciliation, you're a vessel for his glory, and I want you to know that my heart for all mankind is love because I'm a God of love. I have a mission. Verse 12, 1 John chapter 4, no one has, that, no one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love has been perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us his spirit. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent the Son as the Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. I think you could do a, like a month message on that line, verse 16. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. To me, this shifts into an experience. This shifts from I know him, I feel him, I believe in him, and the love that he has for us. Because I believe that when you experience the love of God, you are transformed from the inside out. I can process things. I can experience God in many different ways. But when I experience his love, I am wrecked and I'm transformed. And it also helps me. I got to land this plane in about a minute or two. This is definitely going to be a two-week message. But I want to share two crazy things that happened to me yesterday that were kind of crazy for me, but I do know my personality. And I I felt kind of awful about it, and then I was like, Lord, what's going on? Because, you know, I, I am kind of happy. I'm out with my wife, enjoying life. It's a gorgeous summer day. I start off the day by going to Walgreens and getting a set of earplugs because I like earplugs when you're riding, wind noise. And I walk in, and everybody ever do this where you're a little embarrassed to yourself, but, you know, like you see the girl, she's got an outfit on. I thought she worked for Walgreens. You ever do that? Hi, ma'am. Hi, ma'am. Grace, come here for a minute. Hi, ma'am. Right up here for a minute. Hi, ma'am. Do you know where the earplugs are? No, I don't work here. That's you. I'm imitating you. You're supposed to say to me, no, No, I I don't work here. Okay, so I'm like, whoa. Okay, so I'm like, okay. Now, I felt bad because you know how, like, you're, you know, you're, like you're, you're in the store, like, you know, I don't work here. What do you think? I'm the Walgreens person. I don't know what she was thinking. That was just an honest question. So I know, so, you know I don't forget, you guys. Guys, I work for 30 years, blue-collar blue vocational work. I have called Ann Hogan, who works for Sears at the counter. I have said, honey, ma'am, sweetheart. It, it's, sometimes people freak out on that. Sometimes I touch people when I shouldn't touch people, right? Do you guys ever do that? So here's what's weird. Because I don't know if it's OCD or I'm feeling bad, but now I'm behind her in line, and we're actually kind of looking at each other, and I literally did this because I know I did it. I went, you know, I'm so sorry. I thought you worked here. I touched her. Now, you know, why do, you know, why do, you know Ralph, don't touch people, right? I, I, okay. I, I kind of know that in my mind. You know, like, you, you broke the barrier. Like, people don't want you invading their space. But I did. I broke the comfort barrier. I tell you guys, I tinged her arm. She looked at me and said, don't you touch me again. I said, holy spicoli. I said to myself. Now, I'm being honest with you about something here. I won't swear. But I felt like, shh. That's how I felt. Like, in line, like, I'm like, we're, we're going to go out and have this amazing day, the sun's shining, and I feel like poopy doodle on a stick. <laughs> that, this is how I feel right now. 
I'm like, I didn't mean to hurt her. I didn't mean to offend her. I, I, don't touch anybody. And then literally God said, you're an ambassador of love. He reminded me of my own message, but I'm an ambassador of love. And I prayed for her. I didn't say a word to her. I didn't touch her. I didn't open the door for her because she was already out. But I honestly can tell you that I felt like it was an attack on me being an ambassador of love. Okay? Grace, I'm sorry. Thank you, Grace. I don't know why. Thank you, Grace, for coming up. Second, and we're going to, second thing that happened. So this is first thing in the morning. We have an amazing day. I mean, like, I'll just tell you, it's just like having, you know, it's amazing. Now now we're, we're wrapping up the day. At Pittsford Dairy, getting an ice cream cone. Great way to end the day. We're in line. Beautiful atmosphere. We're excited. We're getting ice cream. It's kind of a fun place getting ice cream, right? I open the door for the lady. I don't really know what I said, but somehow the word honey was part of it. Okay? It wasn't, you know, she was, it wasn't like, you know, how you doing, honey? It was kind of like, here you go. I think I said, here you go, honey, or something. I opened the door for her. Well, you're a woman, I'm a man. She did not, was not in the mood for me to be kind, or whatever she wasn't in the mood for. And she says to me, my name isn't honey. I'm telling you, like, like, P.O.'d. My name isn't Honey. I'm like, me, like, am I like seven years old getting my butt kicked today by people? You know, so like, like I open the door, my name isn't Honey, I walk, you know, tail between the legs, I walk over to, you know, Wanda's in the bathroom, I'm like, should I even get in line or what? You know, like I go over in line, and I'm like, me, God, what the heck? Like, like, you know, I, you know, this has happened before, believe it or not, in your full-time job, some women do not like you calling them sweetheart, babe, or honey, I got it. It was just like, nah, I don't know, you know, politically, I don't know what happened. I said honey to the lady. I am feeling like stick again, okay? At the end of the day, it's going to ruin my day. I'm in line. Holy Spirit says to me, Ralph, you're an ambassador of love. Light switch clicked on. Truth about me was who I was. Can I grow and improve some of these things? Yes. Make sure the lady has a Walgreens shirt on. Yes. Don't touch a stranger. I agree. Yes. Maybe some people, like in Pittsburgh, don't say honey to any lady. Maybe Gates, they like it. Pittsburgh, who do you think you are? I don't know. I'm picking on the east side. But I'll tell you, I honestly was praying about this. You know, now I'm driving home on the morning, so I'm like, but the Lord showed me Here's what he showed me. Now, if you know this book, the book is by Danny Silk. It's called Keeping Your Love On. What the Lord showed me was when you make a decision to be an ambassador of love, you know, it doesn't mean it's always going to be reciprocated. Okay? But you know what? I have a choice. Today, if I open the door for somebody, I'm going to open the door and I'm going to say, come on in, ma'am. I think ma'am's more acceptable. But my heart, I am going to be an ambassador of love. Let's pray. Let's land this thing and we'll go tomorrow. Father, we thank you that we have a citizenship that is in heaven. We thank you that you're enlarging us to have a beautiful love for our nation, but a superior love for the kingdom and our understanding that things are happening globally. And our citizenship is powerful. And we get to be carriers of heaven. Father, I thank you for every saint here that can hear my voice that we're ambassadors of love. And Lord, they would be empowered by knowing they're ambassadors of love. They wouldn't shrink back, even through some obstacles or even some harassment, they would make a decision, we're ambassadors of love. I pray that they would even dig into uh, 1 John chapter 4, the reality that God is love, he's agape, we'll continue this more, but the reality that we carry love in God's heart for us and our mission is a mission of reconciliation that God himself is actually pleading through us to the world, be reconciled to God. My son was sent as an atoning sacrifice for sin. You can be restored to the Father. And Father, bless your people today as they go, as they serve. Father, I thank you that all of us together are going to go downstairs right now to the great room, and we're going to have lunch together. So Father, bless your people. 
and strengthen your people in Jesus' name. And be blessed, saints of God. We always pray for one another. We have prayer teams, healing teams. People want to stand with you. Something struck you. Whatever it was, we'll continue this. But be blessed today. Be full of life. And thank you so much for being here. God bless. Testimony? Come on up. Please. We got a testimony. Let's, let's, let's hear it. Takes courage to raise your hand and come up. Amen. Right? Come on. Right up this stage. Come on up. Christine. I say that right or Chrissy? Christine. Christine, share your testimony, honey. Hold on. Hold on one minute. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, talk a little louder. (laughs) As an ambassador of love and receiving God's love, it's my duty to say that my elbow is better. (laughs) That is awesome. Yeah. Come on, give a clap for that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you. That is good. That's awesome. Okay, guys, love you. We got to pick up the kids. We ran a little bit late. Carol Royal, come on. Got a testimony. Come on, Carol. Come right up the front. Don't you ever get like, come on down, Carol Royal. Price is right. I should have been a talk show host. I have a pain in my sciatic in my back. It goes down my leg, and um, I was sitting about maybe ten minutes ago, and I stretched my legs out, and I turned my ankles around, and everything started to go crack, 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 crack in my lower back. And there's, like, no pain at all left in my legs. Oh, that is awesome. Thank you, Carol. That is awesome. Anybody else? Come on. Elbows healed. We had, who was the first one that came up? Sinus was healed. Back was healed. Please do not take these things for granted. Celebrate them. Excited. Be blessed, guys. I love y'all. Amen? Amen. Enjoy.